The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. Let me just tell you right off the bat, Mike Moustakis is our player of the game tonight. As Moose finishes with four hits, an RBI, and two runs, further continuing his remarkable turnaround from last year as he helps lead KC to a very, very impressive 6-2 win over Cleveland in Game 1 of 3 at Progressive Field. And it's Davo on your dish. We're glad you're along. We're glad you found us here on Clubhouse Conversation, the place where we talk to all your favorite current and former Royals players and break down the games all summer long and hopefully well into the fall. And uh, an, un, an improbable win tonight, if you ask me. I mean, you had Jason Vargas out pitching the reigning Cy Young Award winner in the American League and Corey Kluber. Is Casey got to Kluber for four earned runs? How about 10 hits and six and a third to go along with two walks and a hit batter? So not even counting the three Cleveland errors tonight, just taking those out. Legit base runners, the Royals had 13 against Kluber and six and a third. That's a whip over two. Very impressive tonight for the Royals. A fantastic job up and down the lineup. And we started off with Mike Moustakis, of course, our player of the game. The second time this year that Moose has garnered that award here on your dish. But, I mean, Moose, we saw a nine-pitch at bat from him tonight. We saw a seven-pitch at bat from him. We saw a nine-pitch from Hosmer. Several other guys had six and seven-pitch at bats all up and down this lineup. I mean, the Royals were having 30-minute half innings in the mid to late innings in this game. They were getting in the head of Kluber and other Cleveland pitchers. I mean, Gerard Dyson swipes his first three bags of the year. Alex Gordon tried to, got gunned out, but uh, the Royals were all up in Cleveland's heads all night long. Multi-hit game. Speaking of Gordon, he had one to go along with Eric Hosmer, and every single player in the Royals lineup tonight had at least one base hit outside of Alcides Escobar. And just a beautiful night offensively. I, I thought the Royals had a nice approach against Corey Kluber. They came out swinging early. And then, you know, got that run early, in part thanks to an error by Cleveland, although the run probably would have scored, you know, scored anyways. Omar Infante hits the ball that moves the runner to third and gets him in. Decent chance Dyson can still get that run in, although it was a chopper to third, so maybe they come home in that play. Who knows? Doesn't matter. The Royals got that first run across, drew first blood, which was great to see. And not just on it as the game went on, their bats got better and better. The guys up there have... A true approach. And getting back to Mike Moustakis, we keep talking about his remarkable turnaround. I mean, it, it is. Four hits tonight, none of which came to right field. The only one that was close was the fourth one was slightly to the right of second base, but pretty much dead center for Moose. Just taking the ball to left. Nonstop. All year. I have no idea why Cleveland and the White Sox last series are still playing him as a dead pull hitter, because he's not. I'm assuming we'll see the end of that. I would be highly surprised if Detroit plays him as a dead pole hitter. I think straight up is probably the way to you know to, to go against Moose these days. It's almost like that approach. Sorry, not the approach. It's almost like the defense is buying into his approach. It's making his approach easier. It's like he's more relaxed because he has less to do. He's not trying to hit the ball at the ballpark. He's letting the ball get deeper. He's seeing it better. Flicking a bat out, driving the ball to left field up the middle. The defense is playing into his approach is what I'm trying to say there, as I not so eloquently stated there with my mumbling. Just a great job by Moose. I mean, we keep seeing it every single day, and we talked about it yesterday. I mean, he's been like a boss since last October. He's basically been RoboCop out there, but he's not a robot, as in he'll make mistakes from time to time, as will all players. And, you know, that missed ground ball, the missed double play opportunity that ended up 
likely costing the Royals that game yesterday. He was the first one to say, I make that play 99 out of 100 times. This play should have been made. But you know what? Don't forget Moose drove in a run yesterday. Don't forget he's been nails all year. And don't forget he'll make that play way more times than not. And if Mike Moustakis... Obviously, he's not going to hit 360 this year. But if Mike Moustakis hits north of 300, this team is going to go places this year. So it's just a nice night offensively for the Royals. Now let's talk about Jason Vargas, the guy who I've been talking since spring training as the one guy who really makes me nervous in this rotation. Just because of the fact there's so many good right-handed bats in the AL Central. The fact that if he's not getting the strike call on the corners, as he did not tonight from home plate umpire Jordan Baker, and, you know, his fastball is 87, 88. I mean, if he's not, if he's elevating the ball at all, he's going to get hammered. And again, the Twins singled him to death with ground balls last game. Again, that's going to happen when you don't miss bats. You know, Vargas struck out only one Indian tonight. So when you're not missing bats, you're, you're going to need some luck to a certain degree. And a number of balls were stung tonight. But I thought Vargas actually pitched pretty good tonight. I thought he pitched better than his line. His line wasn't awful. I mean, the two runs is fine. But the five innings, we talked about this again yesterday also. You, you, the Royals starters have to start giving them six and seven innings. The guys like Guthrie and Vargas and Volquez especially. You feel like Ventura will give you six or seven most nights. Duffy's kind of hit or miss. But between Duffy, Guthrie, and Vargas, the Royals are getting no length. And between Ventura's cramps or getting kicked out of games, the Royals aren't getting much length right now. And you can get away with that for a while, but like we talked about, with Kelvin Herrera facing a suspension soon, with Holland still out, with Hochafer not up, the bullpen's not going to you know continue to have an 07 ERA or an 06, whatever it is right now. I have to look that up, but they're not going to continue to have that all year. So at some point, the Royals are going to need to get some length out of their starters to save the bullpen so that they can continue to pitch at this high level, especially with some of the guys out. It's a concern. Five innings. But again, I think it would have been a six-inning night for, for Vargas. I thought he was getting squeezed all night. And give Cleveland some credit here, too. Cleveland had some nice at-bats tonight, too. They didn't score any runs tonight. Only two on the uh, the home run by the former Royal Mike Avilas. But Cleveland is an on-base machine, some of those guys. Like Carlos Santana. Ridiculous. It was on bases like 160 points higher than his batting average. He's a guy who never is going to have a high batting average. But he gets on base and he, and he hits the ball to the ballpark and into the gaps. Carlos Santana, a real valuable player. So Cleveland, give them credit. They had a nice approach. They laid off a lot of close pitches. They they bought in and played in, talking about how the defense kind of contributes to Mike Moustakis' approach. I think that the umpire helped play into Cleveland's approach tonight, too, with, with the tight strikes on. And I thought Vargas did get squeezed at least five or six pitches tonight. Easy. Which allowed Cleveland to be a lot more selective, too. So I think he goes six innings with, with a guy with the bigger strikes on. But again, there were a lot of balls stung tonight. There was a certain amount of luck. When you walk five guys, five guys in five innings, Danny Duffy did that the other night against the Twins two starts ago. Five walks in five innings, you just can't do that. Vargas is extremely lucky tonight. But again, I do think he pitched better just because I thought he was getting squeezed. I mean, that would have been five walks in a normal night. And at least he was missing down when he was missing. So give Vargas some credit. He got the job done tonight. You know, I'm sure he and everyone else wants him to go more like, you know, six plus seven innings every start, but at least he held him down and kept the Royals in the game, and ultimately they extended this one. Now, the bullpen for the Royals, again, as we talked about, I mean, just it's not even a story anymore. It's, it's, but, but we shouldn't be taking this for granted. I mean, we should be really enjoying this. Try to just soak up how good this bullpen is and how good it's been the last few years. Really, ever since Dayton Moore got here, how good it's been. Historically good. Four more innings tonight to add to the ledger for the Royals' bullpen. No runs. Just one hit in four innings. No walks. One base runner allowed by the Royals' bullpen in four innings, and they struck out four. Ryan Matson, Franklin Morales, Kelvin Herrera, Wade Davis. Awesome. Just what a night. I mean, to me, this was the one game in the series where the Royals had the clear, you know, 
underdog thing going for them. I think this is the one game where Cleveland had the clear mismatch. Kluber against Vargas. And offense against Cleveland, I fully expect to still wake up any day now. And they do have some key you know, pieces out with Jan Gomes and Nick Swisher. So, they, I mean, they've got some key pieces not in their lineup. But a lot of these guys are also underperforming. I mean, some of these guys are going to start hitting. Let's just hope like heck it's not until the Royals get out of town. Royals move to 13-6. and six. Cleveland falls to 6-12. and 12. I don't think anybody saw 6-12 and 12 from Cleveland coming to start the year. Next couple days, I called them toss-up games just for the factor of the mean coming into play. And the mean, number one, is Cleveland's offense. They're going to start hitting. They're going to start putting some runs on the board. You know, I, the stat was tonight, kind of like the Royals last year, when Cleveland, you know, gives up more than three runs, they basically lose every game. It's kind of like the Royals opposite last year when they scored three. They were dynamite there for a long time. So the mean is going gonna, is gonna to come back with Cleveland's offense. The mean is going to come back with Jeremy Guthrie, who's yet to get on a roll and give the Royals innings, which he will. And the mean's going to come back to Trevor Bauer, who has an 0.95 ERA so far this year. So all those things together, I feel like tomorrow's a toss-up, just as I do on Wednesday. Now, Guthrie and Bauer tomorrow. Guthrie, the ERA north of six in his career against the Indians, just 2-4 and four against his former mates at Progressive Field. Bauer, like I said, 2-0 and and 0.95 this year. Did get skipped his last start due to illness, so he's coming back against that. The Royals did hit him decent last year. 4-1-1 against them. One time knocked them around, like I said the other day. September 24th in Cleveland, his last start of the year. Got four runs on eight hits against Bauer and four and a third. I feel like Bauer is due to come back down to the mean. Give up a four spot tomorrow. And I feel like Guthrie's got the ability to go six, seven innings, three runs tomorrow. I think it's a toss-up game, but I'm going to lean the Royals tomorrow. I am. And then... Wednesday's a true toss-up game. It's it's a 50-50 game. It's Jordano Ventura against Danny Salazar. If you like fire, if you like fastballs blowing hitters away, if you like strikeouts, you would think Wednesday would be the perfect night for you to watch. Ventura, who averages, what, 96 miles an hour? You know, the highest pitch, you know, average speed-wise in the major leagues among starting pitchers. But Salazar is right there. His last outing, he averaged 97 miles an hour on his fastball against Detroit. Struck out a career-high 11 against the Tigers his last start. He's 2-0 since coming up from AAA with a 2-0-8. Salazar, 21 Ks in 13 innings. Again, I have no idea why he wasn't done a AAA to start the year. Had to have been more to the story. Spring training stats are fool's gold. Was there an attitude issue? I don't know. I don't cover the Indians, but... A guy who I circled before the year is a breakout candidate in the AL Central, and a guy who I think could be scary good and is scary good on certain nights. Now, the Royals did hit him pretty hard, though. Last September 23rd in Cleveland, they got him for five runs and four and two-thirds. They got him for three runs and seven innings once last year, five runs and four and a third once, and five shutout innings once. So it was two starts where the Royals hit him hard, one where he was decent and one where they where he shut him down. So overall, Salazar against the Royals, 5-3-3 lifetime. Last year had a 6-2 against them. A true toss-up game. Ventura has yet to finish a true start this year between cramps and, you know, Ejections. I think he'll pitch well. I think that's going to be a real low-scoring game, three to two type game. Let's get the win tomorrow. But like we talked about, the expectations for this series, the goal was to win two. The Royals got the game where they were the biggest underdogs already under the belt. That takes pressure off, and it puts you in pretty good shape now. Where even if you drop the next two, God forbid, hopefully you don't. But even if you do, two and four is not a horrible road trip. It's not good. You, you know, three and three or four and two is is a good road trip with these two teams. Because, again, the mean says the White Sox aren't going to play this bad, and the mean says the Cleveland's going to start scoring some runs. So 
anything that the Royals do, as long as they get one of the next two wins, it's a, it's a successful road trip. And if they end up where they're at right now, two and four on this trip, it's still okay. It's not good, but it's okay. We'll talk to you again soon on Clubhouse Conversation. Like I said, I expect a close Royals victory tomorrow night, and it's a true toss-up game on Wednesday. We'll have it for you, as well as some interviews throughout the week and for many weeks and many years to come. Glad you found us on Clubhouse Conversation. Have a great night, and go Royals!